Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, where we work together to help you receive the answers to your big what's next question. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Roth. I'm excited to share how my journey of building a business as a massage therapist and herbalist has led me to my biggest passion, clarity coaching. My deepest desire is to help you create a life you absolutely love. So with each episode, I'll bring you firsthand stories and proven methods from industry leaders who have faced challenging decisions and stepped into their power to unlock a life of their dreams. It's my intention to bring you inspiration and answers so you can navigate your life's next big step. Hi, everyone. So excited to be back here with you. Thank you. Thank you for all your continuous feedback. Every one of you who is now writing reviews and getting that figured out and popping up to the top. Um, There have been um, a lot of questions about reviews as well. So we are going to dive into some Instagram stories or Facebook stories sharing how to find and where to leave a review. Some platforms you can, some you can't or we haven't figured that out yet. So anyway, today I am just beyond excited to get to share one of my dear friends, Kate, with you. Many of you throughout the last year and a half, two years have been asking me about this magical woman um, and wanting to learn more as I went on a deep dive exploration into releasing um, a warehouse that I had for birds and BSTs. Once we had our co-packer up and running, everything was doing really well there. There were clear, clear signs that it was no longer time to be in the warehouse. I really had set intention that I could do coaching from there and continue to expand uh, my practice and what I was up to. And it was really quickly that um, people who are mechanics and doing auto detail were moving in on either side and it was loud and noisy and wild. And so Kate has been a huge part of my transition home to working from home through um, the pandemic. I was actually still out and about working every single day, driving from Denver to Broomfield and between the two warehouses. And there was a lot Lot going on for the first year of that. Well, many of you were transitioning home at that point, and I didn't do that until about a year, year and a half after um, majority of people were experiencing that. So I know we all went through transitions at different times, but if you are in a transition in your home, if you did not take the prime opportunity of diving deep into redoing everything in your house um, and in your office or whatever it is that you're up to in the world, then this is a phenomenal time. This is a tap on your shoulder to get really excited about um, how you can find more joy in your life really is, I believe what Kate and I have talked about a ton, um, but we're going to hear from her today. She is the expert. She is a person that was introduced to me through a dear friend and it couldn't have been more perfect timing. Andrea was sharing with me this woman that she had come across and how excited she was to be doing this in her own house. I was like, please give me your number immediately right now, brought her in. And this is something I continue to look forward to integrating and implementing every single year. And it's just remarkable how much I can, how much more clear I can see in my home the like the opportunity just to continue 
year after year after year to create more joy, to create more visible um, love that radiates back to us, I guess, is kind of what I experience. Um, That all stems from you. So, Kate, I want to um, have you introduce yourself. This is um, the founder of the Home Love Method. I know you as Kate Tidy, um, call Kate Tidy. And uh, so I'm just thrilled. You are definitely a home organizer. And for me, you're so much more than that. So um, I, I'm just, I'm so stoked that you're here. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for joining everyone else. Um, and to go ahead, share a bit about who you are, how you, what, what sparked this for you. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just going to dive into all kinds of excitement, um, (laughs) that you can share with everyone today. Hi, I'm Kate Engelbrecht. I am a home organizer. I don't want to call myself a professional home organizer. I'm just a home organizer. I think you're pretty professional. I feel professional, but I don't want that in my title. Um, I love that. I'm also a KonMari consultant, which is affiliated with Marie Kondo, the little Japanese woman that talks about sparking joy. And um, my business was called Kate when I first started it in 2005. And everyone in the Denver neighborhood where I lived needed an errand run or they needed their kids picked up or they, or they were a business owner and they needed some filing done. So that's why I called my business, call Kate, whatever you need, call Kate. And then when I became a Konmari consultant, call Kate didn't really translate. So I added the word tidy at the end. And then I was having 45 year old. I kind of feel like I need to grow up a little bit more and call Kate tidy was a little bit cutesy. And so home love method just popped in and I loved it. And I've just been helping people organize their homes for 17 years. And I think I'll always do it until I don't do it anymore. Um, When I was a little girl, I was an only child and I had every toy under the sun in the eighties. So I had like four cabbage patch dolls. I had all the Barbies. I mean, I had every toy you can imagine and it was hard to manage. It was hard to, I couldn't, I didn't know how to clean my room. I didn't know how to pick up, you know, as being four or five years old, my mom and I would spend the weekends putting it back together. And every time we would put it back together, we would put it back together differently. Um, So we would move the books or we would move the dolls or we would move, you know, the little kitchen that I had. And at the end, I always felt this feeling of peace this uh, insurmountable amount of like loving joy. Um, And that was when I was five, five years old, I was having that memory. And so all throughout my schooling, um, I just remember tidying was the thing that grounded me and tidying was the thing that made me feel connected to my purpose. I couldn't put words to it like that, like I can now, but I was connected to my purpose. I was connected to my higher self or whatever, whatever you want to call that. And so I tried going to college. It didn't really work out. Um, my, my, my job wasn't sparking joy. My car payment wasn't sparking joy. So I discarded all three of them at the same time. And then my business literally landed in my lap almost overnight when I did that. That was in 2005. And here I sit with you, Jen. And I want to say your bookshelves look absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, Just take people on tours of my <laughs> house. 
Um, but my main purpose uh, is to help people love their homes because the pandemic, number one, when you're stuck at home and you're surrounded by clutter, you're going to go crazy. Number two, um, if you're keeping things that you're not using, it can keep you from living your purpose. It can keep you from being successful. It can keep you from being healthy. There's a lot of um, negative things that come from keeping clutter and clutter just means things you're not using. Yeah. And just it, like, I don't mean to interrupt, but sure. um, that really key piece stuck with me so much, especially books. And we like, this is just round one, right. That I got to do with you and thank goodness we get to do just over and over and over again. But um, I, when I would, for sure, we were going through books, it, you were telling me that it's like holding something hostage. Right. And like that, I don't want to do that. That's not my intention. And so we, we, we started this podcast really focusing in on words. And I truly believe that they're so powerful, right? Like there's so much juiciness in the word joy. And I really believe that we all want that. And that's one of the things that we're craving, you know, throughout the whole day, not just for a portion of it or in one area of our house, or I always used to be pretty good at like keeping the rest of the house in semi order and semi. I also really love the word tidy because it's not organizing. It's not cleaning. It's not, I don't know. There's something else energetic for me that is, is not as fun and light and playful as tidying. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you want to elaborate on, on holding things hostage, or if we even want to talk about that, cause that's not necessarily the best uh, word either, but it is just, it, it holds a really heavy weight for me. I'm like, okay, I, I want to create freedom for these items. And, and now I get to see them out in the world. It's like, getting to do their, their service and be there for somebody else who really needs it. So in the Kohnmari method, the golden rule that we know is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But in Kohnmari, we say do unto everything as you would have them do unto you. So that includes inanimate objects because everything was created for a purpose a t-shirt was created to be worn, you know, a soup pot was created to cook soup in, tennis shoes were meant to be on your feet so that they stay comfy and, and you know, cared for. Books were meant, were created to provide sparking your imagination, you know, taking you to other worlds in, in your mind, uh, providing, you know, knowledge so that you can develop some type of business for yourself, whatever. When you keep those things in your home, and we don't have to use, what was the word I used? Hostage, we don't have to use hostage. We could say hoarding, we could hoard. Those are, those are some H words, heavy H words. So we could change it and say, you know, you have them in your home for safekeeping. Well, then what happens is, is your home turns into a storage unit and there's a lot of dead energy in your house because if you're not touching the things regularly, if you're not using the things regularly, they'll become stagnant and that stagnant energy affects your physical body. Now, there is no chemi chemistry um, formula or equation, mathematical equation. I can't prove it to you like two plus two equals four. However, 100% of my clients, that's what I, I can attest to, 100% of my clients physically feel transformed 
every time I help them tidy. They feel lighter, they feel freer, they feel more inspired. Um, so yeah, we don't have to use hostage. We can say, say you're keeping it for tomorrow or you're, it's the what if factor. Yeah, and it's just such a gift. It's like one of my biggest gifts, getting to be a clarity coach and getting to see people come to life. But can you tell that this is her passion? Like you just speed up, right, in your conversation. And you're like, there's no doubt in your mind of what you're getting to provide and the energy and the synergy that you're creating when you're working with your clients and the gift that they're receiving, but you also are getting in, in able to receive, right? Like it, it truly sends chills through my whole body. Um, one, because I, I truly was able to experience that and I experience it daily. Like I get to walk into my office, the books are color coordinated. That was something that I was dreaming about before, right? Like I get to think about, I love energy. I didn't understand it hundred percent when I first started in massage school and they were trying, they were teaching us like a, a Reiki technique and wanted us to hold our hands over a person that was laying on the massage table and grew up in Michigan in the Midwest. I didn't really have these kind of conversations. I didn't understand it. And now it's my world. And so there may be things that we talk about today or that you hear on the podcast throughout that don't fully land or might not hundred percent resonate, but when you experience it for yourself, that is when I feel like we come to life, right? That's also that, that joy piece. And I love and am giggling constantly because we were taking a lot of bags of dead energy out of the house and we were calling them different things. And so that just always, it, it has um, a tremendous place in my heart for me. And then I was also able to, so can you um, elaborate? This might be jumping way too ahead. So if this is an alignment with what you want to speak about next, we can table it and come back to it. But something that I really wanted was for my whole home to be in this environment. And it was an investment for sure. Like it's a chunk of change to invest into, you know, really having someone support you. And I was thrilled that at that moment in time, it was a choice I wanted to make and an investment I really wanted. I didn't want more stuff coming from my warehouse home. So we can talk about the KonMari method and how you start and where you all go. I mean, we could literally talk to you for days, which is super fun. Maybe we'll just continue to have you on over and over again, especially as like you have questions and comments come through, please, everybody email us, send us, you know, messages in the chat and through Instagram and however you want to communicate with us, call us um, because we want to answer these questions that you, that you're challenged with. Um, So in doing all of this, I live with my husband, Brian in this house. And so Kate, was here and it was time to go through clothes. I think books was first, right? And then clothes, clothes was first. Clothes was first. I did your closet first. Okay. Maybe we did books um, first we only did, because of the that. warehouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, we did office. We treated your office as a separate house. Gotcha. And books was first because you didn't have clothes there. So you always right. go to the next category. Sorry. So you start with clothes. Yes. You always start with clothes if there's clothes to start with. Awesome. All right. So we started with clothes, especially when we got to the house. Yes. Um, This is intense. Like for the first time ever, 
I was, Kate was like, all right, we're going to, which there's so much to this. You always start with a vision and then there's like, there's major intention in working with Kate. So I look forward to you um, sharing all of that, but we were working with clothes and she's like, all right, we're going to take every single article of clothing out of your closet and every other area of the home. So is there anything else? And I'm like, oh gosh, yes, there's like, so, and then we pile this all out on our bed and Brian and I both have a lot of stuff and we live in a relatively normal size home, I would say, but definitely a starter home or I don't know. These are conversations that we got to have with Kate all the time too, which sometimes they'd be like, I need a bigger house. And she's like, no, you don't. (laughs) We just get to get rid of things and release things, right. And organize and tidy and um, create space here. So we were pulling things out from many places. So this question was asked over and over again, (laughs) we pulled out coats and different things from every area of the house, which is intense. Like energetically, that's a lot to really acknowledge all of the things that you have. So that was one piece. And then as we're putting it all and deciding how this, this process is going to go, she asks me and says like, all your clothes really need to be in one place, like in one room or one closet or one place. And please correct me if any of this is incorrect, but, um, and so she's like, what, what, what do you think about moving Brian out of the bedroom? (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) I think it'll be okay. I want to follow your method. Like I want to follow the, the, the way that is proven. Right. And so that I can get the results that we're looking for. So it was, it was a big emotional shift and change, not only just taking a look at the amount of stuff that I have and thank goodness being able to release so much of it. Um, and then the other piece too, of really choosing, is it three articles of clothing that, that you absolutely love that make you super, super happy. Um, so that was of reference. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is a different energy towards something that you, you know, you put on and it helps you. It makes you come to life. You feel really fantastic in it, or you have an affinity for it, right? That's that energy again. And then you're asking questions. So I'm going to let you take it away. I've been talking for a while now, but um, this process just started to spark so much curiosity and like, wow, I am stoked to figure out how to do things differently. And I'm all about rewiring our brain and figuring out how to level up in life. And if you are ready to do that, this is one of the things you must like hands down. If you haven't done it yet, it's a must. So I just, I thank you so much for all of this. And there's been, there's so much more to it, but yeah. Is there anything, is it okay to talk about this process? Yeah. And I'd love to talk about how, what we did with Brian's clothes next and what the rules are or guidelines are around that. So the reason why she has us start with her clothes first is because we begin and end our, in our day in our clothing. We're usually not wearing our books. We're usually not walking around with a box of photos. We're usually not, you know, holding dishes in our hands constantly all day long. We have our clothes on. So it's the easiest easiest, right? Yeah. Um, if you're a person that doesn't know what sparks joy for you, AKA, you don't know what your favorite top three clothing items are. 
if you don't know, um, if your attitude towards clothes is they fit or they're fine, they're fine, right? Well, my, my purpose for coming in and helping someone is to feel like I feel amazing when I have my clothes on and I feel confident, comfortable, and beautiful no matter what I have on. Everything that I have makes me feel like a million bucks. Um, and it can be a pair of sweatpants from Walmart. I don't, it doesn't matter. It just matters how you feel in them because then how you feel will then translate into your face and how you're being presented into the world and how people see you. And then this spark joy essence is going to radiate off of you, which then is going to bring in more like-minded um, energy, like-minded uh, people that have the same kind of vibe that you have. So um, we start with our clothes first because you're establishing your identity with the way you show up in the world. And so if you wear a bunch of t-shirts that are making you and putting you in the fine category and you're wanting to, like Jen said, level up, then you have to pull everything out. You cannot cut corners. You literally have to pull everything out, pile it on your bed, you know, make, make, make subcategories, t-shirts, blouses, jeans, all separate piles on the bed. So then when you see that you have a hundred pair of jeans, which Jen did not have a hundred pair of jeans, she may have had 99, but she didn't have a hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so then you can see, oh my gosh, I have 20 pairs of white jeans and I really only wear two. So I can get rid of 18 of them, right? So it allows your brain to go, we need this to be easier. We want this to be um, simpler. And, and I want to know where everything is. I want to be able to, in a moment's notice, open my drawer, pick out my favorite, whatever it is, and put it on. Um, so that's the whole point behind the clothing category being first. Yeah, and it don't is want you opening your closet and feeling overwhelmed on Monday morning when it's time to go to work. We want you to open your closet and go, I can't wait to get dressed because everything in here is amazing. Yeah. Then your foot's on the right, on the right step already. You're facing your day already feeling like you've got a handle on it. So um, it's not just about tidying. It's about completely doing a 180 on the inner tidying is what I call it. You're tidying up the inside as well so that you can, you know, be your dream self, have your dream job, whatever those dreams are. When you talked about the thing at the beginning, envisioning your ideal lifestyle and living spaces first before you yeah. start. Tidying. So will you, will you dive into that? Cause that is, yeah. I had already personally been doing that. Um, mm -hmm. But this is something that's so unique and special to, I think it's unique and special one. I, I don't know how many of you in this world and that are listening in, like raise your hand, tell us, please, how many of you in, have invested or hired somebody to come help? And it's only one portion of your house, only one portion of your closet, something like that. This was a game changer. I'd never experienced anything like being able to to do that. Um, and, and really the work that I do is so intentional that I really love helping people get clear on their vision and what they're here for, what they want to do, what they want to do with their next step. I believe that that's a huge piece of what you're up to as well. And so when you opened our conversation with, we start with a vision board and we really dive into what's the intention, right? We opened every session that we work together too, with the intention of, of what we're doing and bringing that vision in and forth and 
that's, it's, that's huge. It's a big, big, big piece that I believe a lot of people are leaving off the table or maybe they just haven't in, incorporated in for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, dive into to sharing how, how you start with people. So it's my philosophy and it coincides with Marie Kondo's philosophy, which is why I became a culinary consultant. Um, your imagination is your most powerful tool, not your hands, not your face, not your feet, not your mouth, it's your imagination. And she wants us to envision what we want for our lives. Because if you can't get that vision, then you're gonna be stuck on the same train tracks that you're currently on. So if you think about the iPhone, if you think about the automobile, if you think about the Keurig coffee maker, if you think about the garage door opener, if you think about a mobile hair salon, um, these are all people's imaginations in physical form. They're not just in the little um, you know, space in their brains. You, we can actually physically see something tangible in front of us, which is the, re, the, pro, the product of someone's imagination. So, that's why we start with envisioning your ideal lifestyle, ideal lifestyle and living space first, because if you don't have your why, if you don't know why you're doing it, if you don't know who you're doing it for or what you're doing it for, you won't do it. And if you do start, you may not finish. So um, that is why it's, I feel like it's the most important part because then once you make your vision board and you have all your, you know, your beautiful uh, images, you have your, the words that are inspiring, you have maybe some cute little dried flowers or, or a really nice pattern paper or whatever, however you want it to look to make it so magical that you just can't wait to attain the goals that are on there. Um, once you have that established, then when you get to paper, which is really hard for most people, you keep referring to your, your goal, dream vision board. And remember, okay, Kate said, I just got to keep pushing through. I just got to remember my goal, just like in a marathon. I think it's 26 miles or something like that. 20, I forget. Yeah, 26 points. You're at mile 13. You're just kind of like, do I really want to finish? And it's really far, right? It's far. That's a far distance. And for all you runners out there, I, I commend you. I'm, I'm going to get there someday. I'm not there yet. But the dream board, vision board is your finish line, your marathon finish line. And we call it a tidying marathon, by the way, a tidying festival. Um, your dream board serves as your finish line and it will keep you on track when it gets rough, when it starts to feel overwhelming. So that's why we have you do that. And, and the dream vision board was my implementation. That's not her, her requirement. I mean, she does suggest you can cut out images and post to paste them onto like a little, a little, you know, whatever. Um, poster board, but I really get into it. And I, I bought a cork board from Target and I bought some hand, hand painted paper. Anyway, yeah, I, I wanted to look like a work of art, something that I wanted to hang in my office that I was proud of that really represented um, where I wanted to go for myself. And a lot of the things have already come to fruition. I think there's maybe like one or two things that have, that they're on the brink of happening. I hope I answered fully and completely, Jen. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love what you're sharing here too, because um, I believe I'm a bit of a person who dives into a method 
likes to do it the way that I was taught and or what was instilled. And then it's really, if it's something that we're here put on earth to do, right? If we came here to do it, this is your passion. This is what you're desiring to say yes to for your life. Then you get to put your own essence in there. And that was something that I saw through and through. So I'm sure, you know, if you're not in Colorado, you can reach Kate as well through Zoom and phone calls and many different ways. And if you have your own KonMari consultant somewhere near you, they're going to have their own spin on it too. And that's an essence that has stuck with me through your our work together, because there were moments in time where you're like, well, this isn't the traditional way. And this is what I found works for me. And it has served over and over and over again, um, that I've really, really appreciated. And there's not only this tidying festival piece and moments in time where things get really challenging in the rough parts of the river, we experience that in life. And that's why I invest in coaches and, and professionals and people to come in and help me I know I will sit down and stop. I did try to I, my best to attempt a marathon and my body physically is not in alignment with it. I ended up um, getting sick during the process, but um, there's a lot of people that it is aligned with and for, right? That they're out there running marathon after marathon after marathon, getting better and better. They're timing all of those things. So, and my mother-in-law was put on the planet. She would have been one of like the best cone, cone Mari, mm-hmm. um, consultants, they're like, she would have loved to do that as a, as a, a career. Um, and she, we were just in Florida and she's showing me how to fold, um, the gr- like plastic grocery bags from the grocery store and how they all sit up. So there's so many bits and pieces to this that really are just so important and valuable. And, you starting with the vision helped me align with a hunt. I was just like, that's of course she's going to say this. She is so aligned in the perfect person for what I need at this moment in my life. And, and when you experience those things, please lean into them. Don't run away from them because there can be fear with it, right? Like it was intense as heck, but I was intentional and it was a vision of mine to rework this whole thing. My mom and dad both have come from families where they are collecting a lot of things and there's a lot of sentimental value. That's something you and I haven't even gotten to yet, which I'm so excited about Um, because that I know is going to release lineage of patterns, right? Like so many generations of patterns and how to address it in a loving, caring, amazing manner. So we can talk about so much stuff. So I want to go back to our, our bedroom. We moved Brian's clothes out of the bedroom, which I don't know how many of you would still have a spouse when you're home, but thank goodness, Brian and I have been through some ups and downs in this one. I was like, all right, I guess I'm like really fully moving into my home (laughs) for the first time, potentially. Um, And I love going into our bedroom. It just, it feels energetically so different. Not only did we do clothes, we also did some things with furniture and and whatnot. But so when it came to clothing, I then got really excited about how do we support Brian through or spouses, right? Because that they live in the house or partners, right? Live in the house with us, kids. How do we work with them in this process and do this? So um, tell everyone what, what you said to me during this period of time. Cause I was like, all right, well, what do we do with Brian's clothes? Well, and, and 
I would say your house is a beautiful house, but the closets aren't big enough for two people to have in the bedroom. Yes, true. And <laughs> thank Brian you for clearing this story up. Down, Brian already had clothes downstairs in the in the guest bedroom. And Brian right? definitely has more clothes than I do. Yes. Brian has more clothes. You're I love that you're sharing all this because it's not like you're supposed to move your spouse out of your bedroom. <laughs> no. No, but I feel like this is what works dressed, for our space. Right. But but I feel like when you're getting dressed, everything should be in one place because then if it's downstairs and you're rushing, it's just gonna make your, you know what I mean? It's gonna make your day or whatever. And visually being, I'm such a visual person, but truly I do believe that there's a lot of magic in having all of your clothes in one place because I can see the dresses at the same time as I'm seeing all of the other pieces, all of my shoes are in one location. They're not in two different, like I don't have dress shoes tucked somewhere else other than somewhere. Um, so can you speak to that as well? Um, cause I know there were many times I'm like, oh, I could just put it in a container and put it somewhere else. So what's, what's the, the guideline around that? So shoes should be visible, just like they're visible when you're in the shoe store. If you're going to keep them in the shoe box, you're going to forget about them. And then their beautiful presence won't be able to inspire you to wear them. So I always let my clients know if you insist upon keeping them in shoe boxes, you have to get the clear ones if possible. Um, and I know that Target sells them for like a dollar ninety nine, and they're clear, and so you can see what's in them. You can yeah, also have been super great, especially because we have dogs with dog hair, and so it's yeah. really nice to have that. You can also, um, if you have one of those cute little mini, I don't think they're called Polaroid, but those little cameras that will print out the photo for you, take a snapshot of the shoe, stick it on the box, um, you know, do whatever you can to always know what you have. I feel like when it's time to get dressed, even though Brian has to go downstairs, he can still, if he needs to shower down there. There's a shower. Yeah, well, and he was, he was anyway. Right. So everyone, like, everything was down there. So it just made sense. Yeah. He has a lot of work clothes. He has a lot of golf clothes. He has like different chapters and pieces of his life. And the boy loves shopping and loves clothes. So um, his, his regulations were a little bit different, but yeah, it just, it made so much sense for him to be able to take over the whole basement really. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I felt like that supported you clothing wise. Um, you fit upstairs and he fit downstairs. Um, my ideal dream house for you would be for you guys to both have walk-in closets, equal size that, that will fit all of your things that are upstairs connected to a master bathroom. Um, yeah. And that is actually a vision of ours shared <laughs> with you, right. Which is yeah. that we would turn. So we have a home that had two bedrooms that were turned into one. So our, our master bedroom is relatively large for this style house that we live in. Um, and we are really excited about bringing that next vision to fruition, which as well, if there's any loud noises or anything like that, that happens in this podcast, we are um, creating and making one of our visions come true in this very moment, which is our outdoor living space and patio. So Brian's team and crew is here cutting concrete and doing all kinds of stuff. So if there's 
loud noises, then that's just part of this day. But so far it's been pretty, pretty decent, pretty quiet. So, um, yeah, so that is a, definitely a vision of ours. And I love that you share that and that you pointed that out because I'm sure a lot of people were like, what in the heck are you talking about moving this person out of the bedroom? That's not, <laughs> not the norm, not the norm. Right. It's not permanent. It's just uh, ease of finding things. Yeah. It's not fun. If you're, if you're following feng shui or if you're wanting to cultivate a stronger relationship with your partner, not that it's not strong between the two of you. Um, but one way you can do that is to have your clothes, um, together. And that will happen when you get your project, your, your clothing project or your closet. I know you're doing that whole wall, right? That whole thing's going to be a closet. Oh my gosh. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be wow. And you had just gotten complete with um, redoing your whole home as well, or a good portion of it. So it was really fun to have that energy in the work that we were doing too. Um, So what do you recommend for um, people when when they're living with others? I would say you do have to be sensitive about your partner. You have to consider them, but you're tidying for yourself. You're not tidying for them. You're doing your own things first. And you're not pointing the finger and saying, you've got too much stuff. You're not saying, you know, you need to get tidy. Cause really what you're saying is I need to get tidy. When you point like this, that's always, so some, this older um, South American woman said, whenever you do this, you've got three more pointing back at your face. So obviously it means it's for you and not for that person. <laughs> so, and she taught, and Marie Kondo, Kondo talks about that in her books, that if you're identifying mess or disorder in others, it's a reflection that you need to tidy. And so when you're embarking upon your closet, pull all your stuff out. Don't even, don't even worry about their stuff. Just pull all of your stuff out, um, categorize it on the bed or wherever you're going to be sorting. Um, make sure you pick your top three favorites and they can be a pair of boots. They could be a belt. They could be a, a hat. It doesn't have to be an actual item of clothing that you wear on your top or bottom. It could be a swimming suit, whatever, whatever. And usually what happens is what I tell my clients is don't spend too much time thinking about it. Your brain, your imagination usually pops those three into your head within the first few seconds of me saying that. Um, and then and if you haven't our, found it immediately, you'll find it in all yes. the clothes that you pull out. Yes. <laughs> so then when, and then, so once you pick out those three, we display them, we like hang them on the door frame or somehow we have to hang them so you can look at them. And then what I have you do is I say, okay, Jen, is there anything on the bed that you already know is ready to go? And Jen said, yes. And then, and then I would say, okay, what I want you to do is take one of your top three favorite items and hold it over your heart and close your eyes and listen to the vibration that you get. Um, and so typically what happens is you'll get an uplifting, positive, happy feeling, supportive feeling. And then what I had her do was hold the item she knew was ready to go. And she said it was um, a flat line. There was no feeling at all. Sometimes people get a sinking feeling or a heavy feeling. Sometimes people get a bad feeling, just depending on what memories are associated with it. So then those are your, I call it the spark joyometer, the absolute keeps and the absolute goes, right? And then what happens then, those are your two piles. Then there's a third pile, which is you'll usually feel a twinge in your tummy, or you might feel a pulling on your heart because you won't know. And the actual words, I don't know, will come out of your mouth. Then that means it goes in the, I don't know pile, which is the third pile. And then 
all the keeps go back in the closet, get folded and put in drawers. All the all the goes get say they, we say thank you to each one of those articles of clothing as we put them in the bags for donation because we want to send them off with a good intention for the next person who finds them. Then we address the maybe pile, and nine times out of ten, the majority of that pile goes because if it didn't inspire you to keep it right away, it's it's usually um, you're either attached to the past that it represents. Maybe you wore a t-shirt to a concert in high school and you're just not ready to let it go in that moment. But then when it's time to go to the maybe pile and you've seen all of the things that you've kept, you might get this feeling of, yeah, this just isn't me anymore. I'm ready to let it go. So yeah, that's, that's the gist of it, of, um, of what we did with Brian and Jen's closets. Yeah. And the magic for whatever reason that occurred and happened in our house, one, it was, I got to let go thinking like, all right, we're not doing this for Brian. I get to do mine and focus on the whole house or whatever. And he, with some resistance in the field, but more curiosity, maybe, or knowing that it was going to work as well as I really believe getting to see the difference from what was happening in mind. So something that we do in clarity coaching is how do we put our own oxygen mask on focus on ourself first, right? Self fullness, really like, how do we, you know, like you're saying with this pointing piece, right? When we're, we're observing things in other people, it's very clear that we probably have quite a bit of the same going on in our own world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was able to do this and it wasn't like, thank goodness for both of us that you have this amazing combination technique of KonMari and yourself of folding, which is another piece of the magic that really happens in getting to work with you is it is a system that feeds and fuels energy back. Like when I open my drawers I feel totally different than before you entered our home and helped us with this. And Brian's not so great at it. And he, like, thank goodness, one, we, I had so much stuff. I was able to extend the four-hour chunk that we initiated. And you had an opening in your calendar that day to work more than that four hours, which is a lot of time. That was a lot of energy. I was wiped after that day, for sure. And so energized at the same time, because I knew we had made, I mean, I opened our closets and my closet door with pure amazement and excitement and like, oh my goodness, I didn't know where everything was necessarily right off the bat, but that's just because it's all so new and different. Um, But the whole process is absolutely fantastic. Like literally everything except for paper. So paper and um, sentimental items are two things that I'm really, I haven't gotten fully there yet. Has 96% stayed the same in our home. And I have never, ever kept to a system like that. I mean, I get excited about Trello for work and business and organizing and how how a new CRM or something when it comes to birds and bees, teas or coaching. And I can't even stay as consistent with that. It works. It's not like it's a system that doesn't work, but the energy 
around this system is so different. I have even sent you photos and pictures and and people in my family totally understand this. When I travel now, all of it is folded and it's beautiful. Like not only can I fit maybe a little bit more in there than what might be needed as well, but it's all organized and I put it in and then I get really excited to put my dirty clothes like right back in, keep it all right in order. It is I just, if you haven't experienced this for some reason, I highly, highly, highly recommend for you to have a call with Kate or for you to dive in in some way, please go. We're going to have all of her information in the show notes. Um, We'll post it in the, the social media posts that we do too. But if nothing more that you do for yourself, please reach out to her to have a conversation or reach out to me. I'm happy to tell you more about it and get you more excited to have a conversation with Kate. But I just, I cannot thank you enough for all of that. You've made such a huge, I know that we are a big part of it. And if we don't step in and do the work also, but um, getting to have somebody that you're truly aligned with that creates this system and is doing it. I'm so grateful that you followed your heart and and stepped into this portion because it's a little bit different than what you were doing before. And that's the prize for me is that I leave people's homes like Mary Poppins, you know, I leave people transformed, not children, but adults. I leave adults transformed. Then they're off living their purpose because what happens is, is once you remove clutter physically, the emotional clutter gets tidied also at the same time. And then I've had clients go, you know, I really don't want to be an accountant. My parents and their parents and their parents before them We've all been accountants and I hate accounting and I want to be a veterinarian. And so the client did that, decided to abandon ship and go a different direction. Um, And that's happened to a number of people that I've helped. Um, If not all of them, they've done something to put the brakes on, you know, with the direction that they're traveling and go, wait a minute, I can, I can change this. I can, I can change it. Like I can change my clothes. I can go in my room. I can put on comfy shoes. I can quit my job and and start a business because I feel like our world is very fluid and we're taught the opposite. We're taught the opposite to never change our mind, to always have a focus, you know, and to stay hard and true. But our intuition is more spontaneous than that. And that's where the life-changing magic comes in. So for those of you that don't know, um, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up is a wonderful book to read if you haven't read it. And it is all about that. Uh, Marie Kondo wrote this book because she feels like we were all born with a purpose and clutter is what keeps us from fulfilling our purpose, whether it's emotional or physical. Um, So Jen, I'm so grateful that you had me in your home to show you this because People just like you, I help every single day and it does, it changes your life and you just don't even realize how subtle but profound it is. It's it's incredible. And it makes me smile on so many levels. Brian likes to go into his drawer and just literally pull clothes out. And then that unravels like three or four other items of clothing at the same time. And I was exhausted. Like doing laundry doesn't light me up. It does way more now that I have a method and I love my clothes and I'm like putting energy into them and charging them while I'm folding it. And to have somebody like kind of disrespect the process was like, 
no, what is happening? So we went through and redid a good amount, but everything had a place. And so it made it so much easier. And we have, we are storing some socks for him. <laughs> oh, and if you know us, then this may be like a complete hysterical one, but um, he just, he loves the feeling of like fresh, thick, new socks. And so he has his winter socks and summer socks because they don't all fit in the same place. But I love even the energy of how you fold socks and it's just ridiculous. And you all may think that I'm absolutely crazy, but please <laughs> go start. I remember Brian's mom folding socks or having um, cross containers for them in something. And she was super excited and lit up about it when she did it. And I was thinking, whoa, this like she has gone to the next level, but I'm experiencing it now. And even with our kitchen, like yesterday, Brian was looking for two days ago, he was looking for the scissors and you helped me rearrange our entire kitchen. Like there really were only a couple things that were in the same place as they were previously, but they're in places that I actually use them. So I, who work in the kitchen regularly, um, am able to maneuver so much more effortlessly and the drawers have stayed uncluttered. They were like a lot of, I don't know how many of you have experienced like a lot of your kitchen tools. I don't know what else to call them. What are they like when you have whisks and yeah, your, your kitchen, your kitchen tools. Yeah. Um, so ours were kind of all in one drawer stuck on top of one another. Can't really find what's in the back of the drawer. We even made space for our dogs to have their own drawer and take the stuff that was on the counter and put it in. And I grew up in a home where there was just always something on the counters. Um, so to have clean counters that are, don't have things on them feels energetically so much more vibrant. And I don't know that I get to receive that energy every day too. Um, but yeah, all those kitchen tools, are there's only a couple of them in the the drawers where they live and they all go back in the same place and everything's there. But yeah, Brian was going to the drawer, which is over. It's like a year and a half ago now or something mm -hmm. that we did that. And maybe not, maybe it's a year ago because we got to the kitchen as one of the, the last things, but um, yeah, he's going to the old drawer for the scissors. So his brain still hasn't repatterned, but I'm like, they've been there for a year in the new drawer. Like this is a, a cracking me up and I'll even find them in the old drawer. And then I get to put them in the new place <laughs> because he puts them where they used to be. So it's just been, it's brought so much joy into our relationship and into our life. And I remember you even saying to touch on what you just shared, which is hugely why we're, why I'm doing this podcast and putting this all out there for you is to figure out what is that whisper? What is that thing that's been in your heart? Or maybe that you haven't even heard because the clutter is surrounding your life and it's, it's consuming every aspect of it, right? When we have so much stuff, we're busy managing the stuff, not figuring out who we are and what we really want to be doing, but we're feeling the weight of that. So um, that's a huge gift that we get to receive from, from working with you. So yeah, I just, um, I thank you so, so much for this time. We, this is just like the tip of the iceberg. I swear we're going to have to definitely have you come back and chat about so many other things, but providing joy. And if that's something that you're looking for in your life, this is one of the things I would highly recommend 
diving into doing. So Kate, um, I believe that you, if you don't have anything else to share on those topics, please do. If not, then I'm going to dive into how people can find you and um, the gift that you offer every month that I'm super excited about um, as well as anything else. So how can these amazing people find you? So I'm on homelovemethod.com. We just, we just invested um, quite a bit of money in a brand new website. I have some new videos about our business and our philosophy coming out. I have a blog, which we are starting an episode on happy habits. It'll be starting in August. And once a month, I will have a happy habit, a quick and easy read with some photos, inspirational words. And I just changed it just now, Jen. I decided it's the last Thursday of the month. We're having a um, tidy party where anyone can join me on Zoom for one hour. And it's at 6 p.m. Mountain Time every every last Thursday of the month uh, for one hour just get on and tidy something and I'll be there to field questions. We can all laugh with each other. Sometimes I'll play some Madonna. Sometimes I'll play some Def Leppard. It will be have an eighties theme. I mean, I'll take requests, but it's typically an eighties theme. And just for an hour, for 60 minutes, we get to tidy something. And at the end, you're going to feel transformed and ready to keep going. Yeah. And have a tribe and community to get to do that with. I was like, as soon as you told me that earlier, I got so excited. (laughs) I I really, truly hire people to hold me accountable and allow me to show up at a certain time, but to have a try, like a community to get to do that with as well. And um, to get to ask questions and, and do that. So if you're not on that, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but come <laughs> join, come join us. That'll be so, so, so much fun. Uh, Kate, thank you for offering that. And thank you for putting that out into the world. That's a gigantic gift. All right. So we've got home, uh, home love method.com. What is your Instagram handle? Same home love. It's home love method. Okay. And then if they want to email me to be invited to the Zoom link for the last Thursday tidy party, uh, they just email me at home. It's homelovemethod at gmail.com. Beautiful. Fantastic. All right. Please, please, please reach out to Kate. Thank you so much, Kate. Um, And we will uh, please also everybody that's listening or reach out with your questions. What are the bizarre, like you've tried to fold something one way and you've watched a couple videos or um, the documentary or something, and it's piqued interest. This is your girl. So, um, thank you for your time today. Thank you for being here and, uh, we will see you all next week. Thanks for having me, Jenna. It was so nice speaking with your listeners. Thanks everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps others to find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.